The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation? And welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and home of the LandryHat.com. On today's episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we are joined by Brother Adrian and Nate Dog as we discuss the Dallas Cowboys versus San Francisco 49ers upcoming game. We do touch a little bit. Um, obviously, we ref- make a lot of references to the previous week. Uh, and we and we do a report card on each of the teams um, on Dallas and 49ers and compare those two, see who, who we think is the better team. Uh, if you enjoy this episode, if you like our episodes of the podcast, you like the audio episodes, but maybe you want a little visual uh, companion to go along with that, well, we do a live stream. That's the one that you're listening to right now every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST. 8 p.m. CST and 9 p.m. EST on YouTube.com. You can find us at YouTube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast or just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. We will show up. You can also find us on all of the social medias uh, at Cowboys Can Fan. And that's on TikTok. That's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. That's on uh, IG. And finally, uh, we, we live stream every Dallas Cowboys game. So we will be live streaming this Sunday uh, for the Dallas Cowboys 49ers game. Again, Come join us at youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast or to search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We have an awesome group, an awesome uh, a collection of Cowboys fans who join us every week. Uh, have a live chat. We do call-ins. And so it, it's a lot of fun. You definitely, you need to be there. And finally, one big shout out here to the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D and then the word network, at Grid Network. If you love the Cowboys, uh, the Dallas Cowboys like we do, but you like other sports too, there are other uh, uh, podcasts within the group, the Grid Network. We're a group of uh, friends we all met online and, and have now met in, in real life in most cases. And um, yeah, there's a, a good group of sports minds there. So if you enjoy all types of sports, baseball, we're talking football, we're talking, what's the other sports? Uh, basketball, there's another good one. Uh, you will get your sports fill by listening to that. So, all right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> oh, age does have a headset. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Welcome to the Cowboys Camping Podcast. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them, son. What shirts are you guys wearing? The Outsiders? I feel like we've been I feel like we've been uh, infiltrated a little bit tonight. Bad, yeah. It, it does feel like that. The bat the bad guys are here. They're not the good guys. Bad guy and big sexy. Oh, age, you're 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 aging oh, us. You're aging hey, I, I thought I I <laughs> thought that was me for a second again. I'm like, oh my god. So before before we start to play some outsider uh sound bites here, I'm gonna give one of these. How about them cowboys? Yeah! Today, today we are joined 
in hostile territory. Yeah, by, by a couple familiar voices. Well, we got hey, yo. we got Nate Dog on the <laughs> we got Nate Dog on the couch. Who is? I was actually expecting you to be wearing a San Fran jersey, Nate. Crack him if you got him. him. He's got the outsider shirt. No, but you see what let me get on wearing? that. Crack oh, are we having a sock battle? <laughs> Get your feet up! Put your feet up. We're gonna feet up. Not, not only will we get more views, leave yeah, the middle seat alone. <laughs> From the foot, we'll fetter. get some fetish people in there too. All right. So we got Nate. Do- we got Nate. It's just, just too. Not sweet this week, though. Not sweet oh, this no, week. No, we got no, Nate no. Dog, the San Francisco 49er diehard, and then brother Adrian. Just to make sure, just a brother Adrian, I think he is here for as a bodyguard in case yeah. we tried to jump Nate. Bodyguard yeah. and Crackham uh, tag team champions. They, they, uh, need, they need to twenty-two. They need to solidify that. So I'm rating tonight. I could go in an hour, but uh, so, I'm here to support my guy. So I actually I saw a, a tweet today. Actually, it wasn't even a tweet. I just Googled. I needed to post something on Instagram, which is at Cowboys Can Fan on any social platforms. But I was looking for uh, something to post today, and. The Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers have met each other, I believe, eight times in the playoffs. Yep. Playoffs. And out of that eight times, the winner, or sorry, out of that eight times, the five times, the winner has went on to win the Super Bowl. Holy shit. So th- that puts the odds at... Did you know that? Did you know that? So the odds of... <laughs> the win- the winner of this game has very good historical odds. And who's who's the top on the five? Is that, I think it's the Cowboys 3-2. I think the Cowboys are 3-2, and the Cowboys have... The series five to three, so yep. for five play, crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them. But uh, I, I don't know what kind of uh, itinerary we have going. I am scared of the 49ers. The 49ers, I think, are the best team in the fo- uh, in the NFL right now. And I'm sad that this wasn't an NFC Championship Absolutely. game. Yep. Like Absolutely. this, this should have been the NFC Championship game. It's kind of like in the '90s where. When they were playing in the NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl didn't even matter because the winner of that game was going to win the Super Bowl. So it's pretty sweet that the the, his, the history between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys is it's very, very uh, rich, Here, if you will. NFL is just you know, rubbing their hands and two oh, NFC championships. Here, here's, yeah. here's the other thing I read, too, just kind of um, also, also, too. also, too, going off last As week well. um, is <laughs> the... The Cowboys game versus the Bucks was the most watched NFL playoff game, I believe. Thirty million people since, since 1999. Yeah, thirty wow. mil. When no one had an option but to watch fucking football. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy. Thirty million people tuned in, and I wonder what was if that game. What was the percentage? That what that was, uh, Cowboys that? Tampa Bay. No, but what was the 99? the ninety nine? Who even oh. knows? Uh, the weird the weird thing is, I wonder if they take into account like streaming, and you got to think how many people are illegally watching so, it. So I think I seen a thing, a yeah. stat where it was all the Cowboys can fan fans. <laughs> it, it was about two uh, percent of the viewership was, <laughs> uh, for that game. Right? We we wish we <laughs> we, we, we wish we we will we will. I think that was. But you, but you are correct. Like, how do you, how do you allocate all the people that are watching it on DAZN or any other? That's what I mean. Service, streaming service. You you have to think it's probably three X that people watching it on YouTube, even on illegal streams. Like, you you never know. There's well, this is this is really uh, going way off um, from playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs talk, but still very relevant. So, just to answer the closest question I could get in that short amount of time or answer to that question was uh, the wild card game in Tampa drew 31.2 million views. It was the largest NFL audience on ESPN and ABC since it had 
Super Bowl XL in 2006 and the second most watched non-Super Bowl game in Disney's history and the most watched non-Super playoff non-Super Bowl playoff game ever seen on the network. Crazy. So, oh, for how long they Now, ESPN isn't it interesting? Up until yeah, exactly. It, it, but isn't it interesting that now we do have YouTube coming in and making the play to get into the Sunday ticket. Well, they did. They got it. They got that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, so now, next that, year. now they're 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 in there. It's going to be interesting to see what how that adjusts the analytics because you can get so much more good quality right recording on that opposed oh. to direct TV. Yeah, I mean yeah. they still can they're still probably more accurate than just like how they used to do it with that fucking box thing. But <laughs> but still it the, they YouTube just went is, door to door. Did you watch the playoff game? The, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what YouTube what does with all of this information right. and how they market to people individually. Yeah. I was just gonna say it kinda you kinda got me a little turned on when you start stat reading like that. This Can is, you go go ahead and give me some stats again. Well, anyway? this is a good segue into something I wanted to talk <laughs> order, about. Order I, did, I didn't know if when we were going to bring this up, but I got to, I got to ask this right now. We talked about it a little bit, but I want to get Nate's input on it. So the, the 49ers played an afternoon game on Saturday. They now play this Sunday. The Cowboys played Monday night. The Cowboys team probably didn't get back to Dallas till one or 2 AM. Meanwhile, Sam Fran's been chilling at home off a big George W since Saturday afternoon. Is that a, Kind of bullshit scheduling a little bit. Let 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 Nate because that's that's the first thing that Nate and I were talking about. Was when it he, when you were rolled in early? So what do you think about that, Nate Dog? Well, I think that it matters. Um, but as uh, Adam and I were talking earlier, is um, off of AJ's crazy take on uh, a Monday. Um, Which one? I think that <laughs> I, I think that it matters in the sense of resting your body, which I think is what you were getting to, Ant. Um. But as far as preparation goes, I think you're prepared and what's pride. I mean, it's just about resting your body and resting your mind, getting ready for the game. I think it's definitely um, the, the body aspect of it's absolutely. the big, the biggest oh, at this point of the, at this point of the season at two extra days. And oh, then you yeah. got to even take into account the, the 49ers have probably been, probably were at in some sort of practice or walkthrough since Monday on Monday. Right. Shannon so Mon- doesn't take any time off. Yeah. So Monday, tu- Monday, Tuesday, they're, they're already, Jackson. they're already looking up at the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys probably didn't even have anything on Tuesday because like I said, they weren't back in Dallas till probably one or 2 AM. They were at the old white house there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the classic nineties house well, yeah. where they but, did the cocaine. But kind of what Nate and I were saying, I like you're, this far into this deep into the season, the whole preparation, you do need a, You do need the days to prepare for the team, but it's more so the body. Yeah. And, and the fact that the Cowboys have to do, uh, they have to fly their road game. So they're flying from Tampa Bay back to Dallas from Dallas, um, into San Fran like that, that does wear that does wear on the team. I don't think it's going to affect their preparation time, but it's definitely, I mean, to be honest though, like you, you kind of play the ball where it lies. They've already had a short week. Minnesota to to back to Thanksgiving, like they know what a short week takes as yeah. a professional player. So it just comes down to can our guys get a, as much rest? And this is why it goes so back into winning your division is so important. Absolutely. So that you're not, yeah. so that you don't have these road games. Like we're we're battling. Well, one we had, I think we finished the season off with three road games, and now if we want if we want to make the the Super Bowl, you got to go on three more road games. So winning your division is Unless so the crucial. Giants win. Unless the Giants win, unless but then we'd still have to. It's you're right. If the yeah. Giants win and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys would get a fuck. I wish they would have lost. I really didn't want to play against you guys this weekend. 
I didn't want to play San Fran this weekend. Let's get AJ to give his take because he was trying. He he started to bring it up and then. No, I'm I I'm loving the conversation. I was gonna I was gonna force it back in though. So thanks yeah, for you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> do it. So like yeah, hey, it, when when the, hey, I'll fight and interrupt you all when it's just you, just uh, like Anthony, yeah. just like he just yeah. did. He's like let out let Alex let Alex tell his take. Alex yeah, is literally yeah. about to start. Oh, I'll cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> but when we have challenging tag teams, I have to have your back. I just wanted to say that. That's and right. I, and I would have forgot afterwards. So that's we are the we are the Shawn Michaels, Marty Janetti. Oh, wow. oh. Tag no, team. we're no, we're Hunter yeah, Hearst, Helmsley, and Shawn Michaels. We're DX. Yeah, yeah. That that DX tag team. Yeah. Technically not a so real. Does that make Anth the Marty Janetti of the Anth the Anth badass Anth. Billy Gun? <laughs> badass Billy Bessie. <laughs> there so, you go. So um, yeah, missing those two days, two days, absolutely. But it's it's the reality. So what I really hope is that they're not thinking that, and, or you have to learn. And I'm you know I'm sure NFL players can. You got to twist it to be like everyone's expecting us that this is going to affect us. You want to be tired at the end of the playoffs. Not, not, not like, like you want to basically run your body down and then have your big fucking break after you win the Super Bowl, right? Um, so I think it, it's more mental at that, at this point. Obviously, if you have a fucking banged up knee, yeah, there's not much you can do about it. But, but as for just like feeling exhausted and feeling um, like, oh shit, we got the shorter week, trying to find a way to use that to your advantage, to motivation, to build motivation, to and like really dig deep into that extra gas tank. Um, I I remember this. I I did jujitsu for a little bit, and I was not very good. But one thing it, it taught me is I remember the first couple classes I went into, people would just lay on my face, and I'd panic. That wasn't jujitsu, Alex. <laughs> 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 yeah. But but I would I would panic, and and just then I but then I learned that if I just let that panic go. I, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And it's kind of, the relevance there is just like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta increase your ceiling or or however you want to put it. Where now they are able to push themselves more than they than they have previously. And now, now it's time to uh, put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner. Is how. how Hell yeah. What are we talking? Uh, boner? <laughs> is Boner one of them? I, I also, too, think that... Um, As that, well? That comes with age. With like, You're not having a 20-year-old that's... Well, and that, that's... You know the, what I mean? Like, you're double their age. You're, you're learning these strategies, whereas these guys are like... They're either going off exhaustion or they're going off of, like, they're amped up to do something. Yeah. And the longer you wait for that, the less... If you're playing a, a playoff game the next playoffs. day or two days, you're amped. You Let's go. But, like, you have... Six or seven days, you're like, well, is that the awkward number? It's the, it's a it's a it's like like uh, where you're not getting the enough the rest, number? but you're exactly. not. Yeah, it's also bullshit. This is the also first too. time that there was a a, a wild card on Monday. Isn't no, it? they did it last year. They did it last, last year, year also. It, I don't like it either. No, it's it's because uh, they have the the the, the three or sorry, how many games did they two have? Two on six Saturday. games. They had the six games. It's to get two Saturday. There, right? Yeah, oh, two Saturday, right. three two, Sunday, three Sunday, one Monday. It's so they they want they want to. Get three days of football. Well, and Absolutely. of course, ESPN wants it. ESPN. Yeah. I mean, they just had they just had the most rated game in the last yeah, right, 20, right 24 yeah. years or whatever the fuck oh, it ended up being. And all of the NFL likes that because they. Um, it's more. It's more. I love it too. Should, it, it doesn't involve the Cowboys. No, I know on the Monday. But night. again, it's like it's it's the reality of it. So you damn well hope again that like obviously physically it, it's football. It's just 
you hear these the players talk about what they do when they go home and they're like or what the wives or girlfriends of the the players and they're like yeah he's fucking look he's like he's been in a car accident yeah like ray, <laughs> i remember ray lewis saying after a game he literally would just the next day would just lay in his the whole the whole day just would not get out of bed for the the full day yeah because he would just go so hard on that one that one game yeah so let's just take it, let's just take a second and uh, say that this segment of Alex's take on a short week was sponsored by Carlos Solis, a nice super hey! chat of four ninety nine. Carlos, Car- Carlos, Carlos wrote that actually wrote that out for me. He wrote that out for you. Said it. Uh, the other another throw in was EJ Savage said uh, we are the Hardy Boys in, for a tag team. That's not a bad team. Oh, Absolutely. If yeah, I was, you guys are the Hardy Boys. I represent the Hardy. Put some pantyhose on our arms and just yeah. come out and Legion start of flexing. Doom. So who Legion am I? Yeah. I'm Matt. Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Who, who's you're the, Jeff. Who's buddy. the drug induced you're, you're one? Fucking <laughs> Jeff. You're, 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 the, fucking Jeff. you're the DUI guy. I'm the guy who's like, <laughs> what happened to my what happened to my partner? Yeah. You're the DUI. What happened to my partner? Hey, one of the, well, that's what happened to him. He, he just gets nonstop DUIs. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not funny. He's but the DUI champion. But you know what? They they, they are uh, <laughs> acclaimed as two of the best wrestlers ever, like tag team wrestlers. Sure. So there you go. Maybe you have it. Maybe not. But this is not a WWE <laughs> podcast. It isn't. So what else do you got for us? What's up next? Well, um, I guess we can just look at the uh, injuries because that's kind of a big concern with both Peters and Curse uh, having to leave the game early. So I did read a little bit about Kearse being okay. He said he was going to be okay. I didn't even know D-Law was hurt. I'm hoping that's just kind of... Uh, I think that's just... At this point, at this point, yeah, probably a veteran thing. Just get him a couple uh, extra days, and then obviously Jason Peters. The good, I'm not saying the good thing about Jason Peters being hurt, but out of any of the O line to get hurt, Jason Peters gets hurt. Tyler Smith goes back to left tackle. Connor McGovern goes to left guard. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, having like t- Tyler uh, Biotish, Biotish, Biotish get hurt Biotish. at center is way worse than like this. This format of Jason Peters getting hurt is we're able to counter that. Yeah, and, and he's a big dude. Uh, he's fucking massive. The guy looks like a mountain running. Yeah, Kearse is their curse. However you you <laughs> say mountain. it, I say curse. Um, but here's the big thing: Jimmy Garoppolo out. <laughs> oh, that is, that wow. is the sweetest thing that's Garoppolo? ever been written in the history of fucking time. Man, you guys struck some gold with Brock Purdy. Dude, if I could yeah. recrack this motherfucker on Jimmy well, G, get, get you know, a, I would. One. Was Brock Purdy? Is he a rookie this year? Right? Yeah, he's Mister Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the draft this year. Don't, don't, don't even fucking try to say that he's going to TB twelve his way. He has a chance. He does. Well, they're. Taught, I, I was listening to a couple uh, hot takes that uh, the way the way Purdy is playing. Has is is a similar to how Prescott was playing in Prescott's rookie year. Yeah, confidence levels there looks good. Uh, doesn't look like he's uh, shaky. Um, so they're just kind of. I, I just was here. Has a great take. team around him. Yeah, solid team around. I got to say, like, if you're going into any type of situation, having the team that he has around him, it it, it could couldn't be a better situation for a. A uh, young quarterback. Granted, he's made plays like even against this, the Seahawks. There was a couple times that he probably should have been tackled and brought him down for a sack, and the dude still got away and did his thing. Oh, Nate, 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 taking a screech shot like a uh, like it's no business. I like that. I really like that. Um, yeah. Well, well, that's what we were. That's what I like. How is he gonna? How is he gonna <gasps> play once he gets smashed in the face? Well, and, that's what I want to ask. That's, Nate. What, that's what Seattle. They that, like first drive in Seattle. He got nailed and he got up like it was nothing. Well, that's what I want to ask Nate. Has has he has he had a 
has he had a game where he's had a lot of pressure on him? Like I haven't watched many San Fran games. I think I think the Brock Purdy game was the, the Seattle game was the first time I had watched him. Let's bring up their schedule so that when they can talk about it. I would I would say that this is the first time that a team actually I think had to um, game plan for him, <coughs> and I, this was the mo- the first quarter, the first I think three possessions of that game were the first time where. Brock Purdy was truly tested in he, the NFL. And he looked, and then he, obviously, it was a tale of two halves. It was a, They were losing by, what, 17, 16 going into was, the second half? and then a great first half, though. But and, that, and then San Fran and just then ran they away. just fucking smoked the Seahawks. <laughs> That's a big divisional win. Fuck them. That's a big yeah. divisional win. Uh, I will say this. They say in the NFL, it takes teams about five full games of film to be able to start finding tendencies of players. And yep. And what are you, so what's he at? A game, this is going to be his eighth game, eighth this or ninth game? Is that it? I, oh, I thought hey, he had more than that. Here's six. the truth. The, six the, or seven. There is the most available amount of uh, footage on Mr. Purdy yep. right now. Especially now under pressure and Oh yeah. So each each game gives a little bit more away, but like I said, a, a true football team who's confident in in what they run in a true good scheme, it doesn't matter if you know what they're calling. The point is is like sure you could, like obviously to an extent, right? Yep. But the point is that it doesn't matter if you know what we're going to do. We're still going to do it, and we're going to beat your guys anyways. Well, the right? scary thing with San Fran is when they have a receiver open, he's open by fucking five yards. Yeah, like we're, we're right. There was no Seahawk anywhere near McCaffrey. N- not even or close. Yeah. It's uh, not even close. It didn't even look like anyone was or Kittle for a, yeah. Like you, you, in the you, second half, it didn't even look like they were playing defense on the, them. The dangerous thing with. The San Francisco. Oh, so let's just talk about defense. Then we'll talk, then we can talk about. A That's a lot about. of fucking well, W's in a row. That yeah. is. I was but just going to say. Let's look at the uh, specifically like since Brock Purdy. Right. Just defense. Brock Purdy's wow. been playing. Well, against. what was his yeah. first game? I don't just even. Oh, it says right here. So Sunday yeah. against yeah. Miami. Yeah. So, but no, he only came in in the second quarter. Okay, that so that doesn't count. So Tampa Bay would have been his first, his first start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi. I'm fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast, and I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them Cowboys? Tampa, uh, Miami came in. Yeah, he came in. So one, two, three, five, four, five. five. Well, played, and the playoffs. He's played six games. Six, seven yeah. games. Oh, where's the postseason up here now? Okay, so jumps. So he's played yeah. six. So this yeah. is his seventh game as a yeah. starting quarterback in the NFL. But like I said, when I was watching him and he had the scary thing is when he had uh, the Seahawks getting in on him, he looked composed and he still would make plays with his feet. Yeah, oh, but, look, but look, look at the defense that he's had to go up against. So Arizona, Washington, Seattle. Uh, go down, Alex, please. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Washington's Ooh. defense. Uh, Arizona, Las Vegas, Washington, Seattle, Tampa Bay. I get, I get, I see what you're saying. So, like, th- those are not, that's not the Cowboys' defense. So, 
This is the first true defense. Right. For, sure. for him. I, I have a question here. And sorry, for, first I, I thing had to, to point- cut you off. I had to cut you off. <laughs> Uh, boots on the ground does a nice twenty dollars super. Oh chat shit! Oh, yeah. Money wow. to start off the GoFundMe account. You guys need to set up and get you guys to join me in San Fran this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, did is you guys boot, look boots, boots, yeah, Bo- boots will be on the ground. I so love they it. jumped up to when I was looking at I was looking at San Francisco tickets before it was announced. It was about two hundred and forty dollars a ticket. They're at like five hundred bucks a ticket. Wow, yeah. that's worth buying them boots, to, boots to sell. That would have been more if if we would have just pre- preemptively. I honestly thought we were going to be playing. Playing against, if we made it, I thought we were going to be playing the Eagles. I definitely, I thought the Vikings were going to beat the Giants. Yeah. So that gave me so, a lot of money, by the way. I took the Giants. Nice, Sweet, yeah. Nate. Um, yes. What? Enough what was the? See the game. <laughs> what was the big change? What was the big? I'm going to go now. Okay. What no, was no. the big change in this first half of the season to the second half? Obviously Purdy, but even before then, the- Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yep, hey. That's it. When did he come into play? Oh, right, right where those, here. Right where those, <laughs> right, right where those W's start fucking. Right, right where it was. But it even took McCaffrey. It, it took it took McCaffrey a couple games to get going, or was he injured? No, uh, he was good right after away. The bye? No, but after the bye, look, like he wasn't the leading rusher. Yeah, but he was still scoring touchdowns. Okay, okay I'm just rusher. saying. Yeah. 89 yards by Mitchell, 59 yards by Mitchell, 30. And then McCaffrey still took over. Th- but Still a threat, though, right? Yeah. He's a threat, but. It's not answering the question. Look, doesn't look, matter. We can move on. No, well, no, your no, your orig- no, your but your original your original question was when did they start winning? And it's when I know McCaffrey came in. Okay, what was he? he didn't really actually do anything till week thirteen. So I don't know that that really fully is no, convincing it was, to it me. Was him, it was him being it was him being in the lineup because you have McCaffrey who you have to game plan around, and then Ayuk started stepping up. Um, you have Samuel Juwan Jennings. Um, who also is Mr. Third Down, so the Dallas Cowboys better cover that motherfucker. It could have just been a down. second half. Uh, no, it was it was Christian McCaffrey to- coming, and then it opened up everybody else. Sure, sure. It kind of opened up the offense. It kind of was the um, the piece or the ingredient that Kyle Shanahan's offense needed, and then the defense started taking over. It really kind of was just... That was the, I would say McCaffrey coming in was the catalyst for sure. Well, I just want to, when was the first crack if you got him? Again. What was nice. his first game with you guys? It was the against LA. Yeah, on the week eight. Week eight. So he has had one, two, three. He actually hasn't had very many. Oh, no, I'm going the wrong way there. Sorry. <laughs> He's had one, oh, two, three, go? four, five, six, seven, seven rushing touchdowns. But he's also had, you can't look at his receiving. I think he's been almost a bigger re- threat he, receiving. He threw one, too. He threw one. The guy's, a, the guy's legit. And we've talked about it before. The the 49ers, they have a quarterback who's finally tying them together. But they have literally Pro Bowls at every spot. Yeah, they have good. McCaffrey at running back. Debo Samuel at wide receiver. receiver Kit, mm. George Kittle at tight end, Trent Williams at tackle, Mr. and then and then their defense they have their O line, but you like their O line. Oh yeah, Trent Williams is a beast. Yeah, their their O line is what's going to probably Aaron see Banks the, has see only the, allowed zero sacks all year. Yeah, so that 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 right there, when you have those offensive weapons that you just listed off, plus that O line to protect the quarterback. But give then a, that doesn't even start their best player on the team. Their best player on the team is probably Nick Bosa. Mm, yeah, crush on like they just Bosa. they just their whole team's just good. Who, by the way, when I see Nick Bosa play, and I'm not saying that because I'm in 
with with you guys is he that is a fucking how a Bessie would play fucking football. <laughs> I wish we I'm were fucking one honestly of these? just fucking saying one that. That is yeah, that is a Bessie right there. We not like his, hearing that. Not his brother Joey, by the way. Just, <laughs> just crack Nick. him if you got crack him on that Nick Bo- Bo- on that Nick Bosa, Bosa comment. Yeah. Just the fucking Bessie. Bosa. I wish I had his fucking abs. Holy snakes. <laughs> Up what a thirst <laughs> trap. Jeeps. Do we have a chance, though, you think, guys? Absolutely. This is the, so. the NFL. And, and as long as you're not kicking field goals or, or, or points after, that's uh, you You have a chance. I think we have a chance, too. I'm feeling I, – I was talking to Ad on the way to the Monday night game, and I said if we can get some confidence and have a very good game and have Dak get Dak rolling, I think it might just be enough to make this team feel like they can play, play with anyone and play and put up points. Because against San Francisco – uh, you're going to have to put up points in the first half because second half is pretty barren. Yeah, <clears throat> crack me if you got him over there. Um, hey, that's AJ. me. Uh, so, the, so the so the biggest the biggest thing about the uh, San Francisco 49ers offense. Do you think there it is? There it is. <laughs> 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 Six thirty. Don't know what his alarm's setting for 6.30. That didn't quite work. No, that didn't quite work. Yep, that didn't quite work. Okay, so let's just let's just maybe let's talk about uh, planning. Uh, planning. Sure. What what does the defense on the Cowboys need to do to the offense? As cliche as it is, we have to get pressure on Brock Purdy. It, yep. It's it's literally the only way that you can beat San Francisco. You have to shake the rookie hasn't been shooken up yet. You have to finally be that team that gets in there and and knocks the shit out of them early, Parsons, man. Parsons, baby. Micah Parsons is scary. He is a yes, he man. is a scary eight, fucking player. He's eight pressures. Hero. Eight yeah. pressures on on his uh, little lonesome led the, the week last week, I believe. Hanging out in the huddle? Yeah, he did. You <laughs> yeah, saw that. He, he, you posted that in the chat, I think. Did you? Looking tough. I saw, maybe, I, maybe Matt I think did. Someone did. Yeah, someone did. Micah uh, Parsons, eight pr- pressures uh, led no, wild card weekend. Here, here's the, um, the thing that we need out of the defense is is to continue that pressure, man. As I said in our uh, post game, that I, I that the intensity that they were coming with, and that might have just been me watching Micah Parsons way more. Like I was watching him pretty, pretty heavily, more so than I have all year. Because oh, usually I'm like, oh, Parsons is going to get in. I'm just going to watch watch another else. guy and see. But but this was a a fun way. Is he hurt? Because at the end of the game, oh, don't say that. What, what was the deal? He's, like, hey, hey, yeah, you're not. So yeah, what the fuck was that, that the Nate? You were de- you know what you're doing. You know you know what you're doing. You 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 know what you pre cog motherfucker. You're pre cogging us. What does that even mean? It, it means it, that it you, means that you're about to get stone cold stunnered you, through you a table. When, you, know, you know when Tom Cruise uh, they stop murders? Okay. He's a pre cog. So you you dick. Fuck you, dickhead. I'm your naked pre cog. Rewind and. Remember Super Bowl of last year when That's you. True. So you're not allowed yeah, to. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, no. So Parsons has been Banged on up. field and it, I like predicted. So I think we're okay. There is. I bet you will. Will. Will find out more in the off season. I do think that there's something, but it's not limiting you him. You said at the end oh. of the game that he uh, uh, he that happened. Like, okay, so I have a theory. I was Wait. just going off what you guys. Were saying. Okay, so yeah, I have fair, a th- fair. I have a theory. So there uh, and and hear me out since we're talking about defense. Defense and, and what. Uh, just to try to make sure we can kind of contain the conversations a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what do we have to do? What does the Cowboys have to do against the San Francisco 49ers offense? I put in our chat that the last few weeks we've been seeing Micah be very frustrated. Um, a lot of our, a lot of people watching our calling are like, what's Dan Quinn doing? Dan Quinn never blitzes. He's soft. 
And the defense has just felt not like that first half a season defense. My question to the to the crew here, and and this could be based on Micah's frustration and why he could be really frustrated because they're not going all all out on certain things. He's holding him back. Has Dan Quinn been holding out on some of his defensive schemes and and waiting until we get to the playoffs? And then all of a sudden, you look at how Micah went in that last game. We saw more pressures, a lot more blitzing. Oh, you Actually, mean, so- saw him playing a lot of linebacker. Saw him played a lot of linebacker, which is which is kind of what Isn't we were chatting with. Very start started what? But he's been playing defensive end for most yeah. of the season. Okay. So that's where that's where I was like, well, wait a second. Like the off the defense felt more aggressive than they usually do. We we saw Micah all over Brady as much as possible. Has Dan Quinn been holding back? Uh, I would I would say no. Okay, because it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense that you're going to risk. Not making the playoffs. I mean, I know they were in a position where they had made it, what, by week, whatever, 15. Yeah, they clinched pretty early. They, they clinched early enough where you could, but you you wouldn't want to risk that. It'd be a it'd be kind of and it would be kind of be silly anyways because you you don't want to like unleash this new th- scheme on in the playoffs and then have players right. not really play. However, I I could see like certain plays, things that you've seen throughout the year. And when you need that, like third in, I'm talking offense, but you can be same on defense. When they, when they're going for it on fourth and one, and you do this thing, or yeah. or, 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 or or when they're when they're in the red zone, you have a, a play like kind of like what happened uh, with Mister Tom Brady, or not Tom Brady, um, uh, Seahawks, uh, ex Seahawk Russell Wilson throwing that interception right, like the uh, but Michael Butler, I believe. I think that Malcolm. was his name, Malcolm Butler. Sorry, thanks, Seth. Okay, brother of Michael. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he he talks, or there's a, a clip out there. Maybe it was actually um, who's the coach? I'm asking <laughs> who's the coach <laughs> Next of the past? Topic. Yeah. I don't I don't know which the head coach, par, par, or uh, Belichick. Yeah. So Bill Belichick and him were talking, and he he called that play. Yeah. And so that was something new that Oh, like prior uh, to the game. Prior yeah, to the prior, game like, like that he week. saw that they that they that that that's week. what Russell Wilson does and so they implemented that okay. play or 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 it was changed, pr- changed his position or did something more. He just knew. And so I can see that thing happening. Well, absolutely. yeah, it kind of it's kind of I wouldn't say they hold back certain plays, but they're obviously they're going to scheme against San Fran way different than they schemed against, you know, uh Daniel Jones or Daniel sure. Jones or Jalen Hurts. They're going to always play a little bit different, but you did see Micah, and we actually talked about it a bit. He had way more st- snaps at middle linebacker last week, and yeah. we hadn't seen that prior. Like he had been just lining up on, on as uh, basically an off-ball linebacker at D end for three or four weeks straight, and then it, you did see him move around a bunch yeah, last game. He looked he, great though. Like, yeah, he was, well, he did. I, he's a scary. Fuck. Well, he's you're, awesome. You're playing against a really weak uh, O line in Tampa Bay, and, and Micah was up against one of the worst left tackles. And EJ's saying one of the uh, Micah played ninety six percent of the snaps. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. That's what you, you need him. And you did see him look a little banged up a couple times, but I I think everybody out there's so a little banged. Is up. he gonna is is Parsons gonna be lined up against Bosa? Sorry, not Bosa. Um, Trent Williams. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I, I would put him. I'd put I'd put Micah on the the left left end. Let D let D Law go against Williams. Yeah, you you met Matt match up match Micah up with a, a weaker player. Someone's yeah, Trent Williams Somebody is just so dominates. good. Some Trent Williams let D Law's never good. D Law hasn't been known for his sack numbers. He's great at just getting holding the line of scrimmage. 
I'd be fine with him doing that against Trent Williams instead of Micah getting taken out. But you also you want to see both sides of it, right? So let's uh, let's let's keep on the train of of what what else does our defense need to do besides let Micah eat? Well, I said already, you have to. You basically just have to disrupt Brock Purdy's flow. No one's been able to do it yet, and we got to be the. If you want to beat San Francisco, you have to make him throw some. You have to make him not have a receiver five yards open. He needs to make a decision. He needs to make it quick. It really. He has to. He has to basically get rid of the ball to two to three seconds. If he has more time, we have no chances. The San Francisco has way too good of skill position players that if you give them four to five seconds, they're just going to burn you all day. Here's a fun little stat. While I was looking to try to find. <laughs> how Mike has progressed throughout the season. I'm trying to see like where I might have to look that up. Cause I don't think there's like a quick way to do that, which position he played and has he trended in one direction more or less. Maybe, you know, Oh, you like know you're as. saying what's what spot he's had the most success yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and like, to look he was, yeah, so we can do that later, but I, just a quick question, Adam, don't cheat. Who do you think had the most snaps on defense for the Dallas Cowboys this year? Ah, uh, most snaps on defense, probably Trevon Diggs. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, 1,116. Then Donovan Wilson. Nice. 960. And then Michael Parsons, of course. Yeah, Diggs, I, Diggs has probably almost played every snap. What, what Pretty about close. Also to uh, LVE stepping the fuck up. Oh, man. I, mean, I, I didn't realize how big of a... He, he's key. Yeah. He played yeah. awesome. Hankins, Jonathan Hankins was out. You said it during the game, too, is you didn't notice how important LVE was to the defense until he he missed a week or something. He missed like three. You three said weeks. that on on the previous podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. last week. I, so I've always crazy. been against like last last year. I was I rode LVE pretty hard. He had a great game against San Fran actually last year in the, in the postseason. Yeah, he did. And then this year he's been very very good. And when he hasn't been in, it's been a complete opposite defense. So uh, props. I I'm at the point that I really hope they re-sign him for next year. Who and just to top it off because I have the data here and it's kind of fun. Who has the most snaps on offense. This is going to be a difficult one. Uh, Noah Brown? Negatory. Oh, it's going it's gonna, it's gonna to be an offensive lineman. It's going to be uh, probably Zach Martin. Okay. You know what? That's something you have to omit. Offensive <laughs> lineman. <laughs> because, like, yeah, you're right. It, yeah. So just omit offensive lineman. No offense. So, so besides. Besides uh, offensive linemen, who, yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah. who had the most? Uh, C.D. Lamb? No. I'll just tell you. Tell me. Tony Poehler. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. And, and then Zeke. Yeah. So it goes, good, oh, yes. wait. Fuck me. It was C.D. Lamb. It was C.D. Lamb. Because as soon as I switched over it, it, yeah. it resorted. Of well, C.D. Lamb, because they've... 1,015. Yeah, because yeah. Zeke, Zeke and Pollard have been switching up, right? C.D.'s out there. Yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, hmm. I, I was like, well, that's weird. But also, Pollard has more snaps. It makes sense. He uh, he uh, had that game. Okay, enough of that uh, fun stuff. Uh, Adam, you had uh, some, brought something up in our chat here. Um, crack him. Crack him if you got, got him. Son. So we keep hearing you re- yeah so i uh, so mike uh, mccarthy yeah so are we if we want to now move over to yeah yeah the cowboys offense and what does our offense need to do against the 49ers one of the things that i kept hearing people and i don't know where they get this information from nfl insiders but a lot of people were saying finally mike mccarthy got out of the way and let kellen moore cook 
I don't so, think that's true. How, how, how do you how do you find out if that is? Accurate? I just I, I don't think I don't think so. That would that would insinuate that Mike McCarthy's been making some sort of play calls, and if that had yeah. been the case, you would have heard of that way sooner and, than into as soon as you found out that the offense had been lacking, they'd be like, "Well, Mike McCarthy needs to stop interfering yeah. and let Kellen Moore do his thing." People are just speculating now that they had this exactly offensive output that something changed, but it, it I don't think it did. I think the thing that changed is. Dak had a, a very, very good game. Our Solid quarterback game. had a, a And we very should be talking game. about that. What happens here with that type of thing is we know people have, especially in Cowboys Nation, people have a lane that they've been driving in for so long that they cannot turn around now. So when any, whether they're saying, oh, we're going to lose because of this or, oh, we're going to win because of this, when the opposite happens, or when it does happen, they're, they'll try to spin it to use their point. So this is just people who are saying, who are maybe, I guess, in this case, pro Kellen Moore, and don't like my or don't like Mike McCarthy, and yeah. they're spinning it that way. So someone said, "Oh, this is true, no proof," and then people start spreading it as as if it's fact. We see it all, all the effing time, and yeah, I do it as well, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, so you don't you don't, you so you don't think that's a factor. It's just kind of Mike McCarthy I, I doesn't think, call plays. I, I don't think, think he has uh, since he's been in in Dallas, and I don't think he was doing it this year. My my, my impression of Mike McCarthy is he knows how to co- coach football. He's not news. If he was like a new coach, uh, a new head coach, then I would maybe question that a little bit more. But he's done this thing for so long. Like I don't think I think he knows his position that he wants to be in, and it's not taking on calls or he's or if it is taking on calls then he's going to continue to do that i don't think like he's making a shift and i agree with ants i think what we really should be talking about is that game that prescott played and how can he fuck it's like turning on a light from one week to the other like how does he how does he do this and can he please stop doing it Playoffs, well, like stay, keep the light on now, please, Dad. Well, it's been the thing that you've heard about the Cowboys for a long time. For even prior, I'd even say back to Tony Romo, is that the Cowboys have always played down to who they're playing, or they right. play up against who they're playing. If it's a big game, they'll play well, and if it's a, if it's a game that you're like, oh, they should easily win this, it's always a, a close game. Like it's never they rarely kick the shit out of the teams they should, and then when they're playing against a very very good team, they're always right in it. And but either sorry, but it's different now because. Tampa Bay, they were supposed to kick the shit out of True. them, and they kicked the shit out of them. But it's like one of those things. It was Tom Brady, yeah, though. They, it's like there was extra. It's this still, extra. It, yeah, I guess, but it, at the same time. It, the way I look at it, yeah, it's awesome that we beat Tom Brady. Yeah, it's awesome that we finally got a road win in 30 years. But if we go to San Francisco and we lose or get our asses kicked, even if we don't get our asses kicked and we play well and we still lose, it's it's irrelevant. Like, it's it's... Cowboys, it's the same song and dance until they get past the divisional round. You know, yeah, it was sweet to win one, and it felt awesome because it gave some confidence. That's all that game did is give confidence to the players. But if they go to San Francisco, Nate, I'm sorry to say this, yep. but if they lose to the San Francisco 40, well, I don't hate you, you're going to like this. If they lose to San Fran, it means nothing. They have to beat San Francisco and make it to an NFC championship game for for any of it to mean something. It, to me. it, sure. I, I feel, and you already brought it up, I feel good. For some reason, I feel a lot better knowing that they're going to this game. Kind of the underdogs. Same. Uh, <laughs> everybody else is is saying Frisco's going to beat them. Frisco's going to beat them. They have no chance. So that's the thing. I was more worried for you guys last week against Tampa Bay than I am for you this week because 
this is gonna this will be a really good game for every for everyone involved, right? Like this is for San Francisco fans, for Cowboys fans, for the NFL fans, for NFL, for ESPN is gonna be just slathered <laughs> right up. But this will be a good one. Whereas Tampa Bay, it's like that was scary. Like there was a lot of shit. well, Anthony, Anthony felt sick driving yeah, to to exactly. come to the show. Just and it's that was a superstition head game. Like look at look at. I mean, we didn't we haven't even brought up. Uh, Maher and those four about well yeah so okay can I just cut you off there so imagine if they would have lost no Uh, that guy would have fucking got he would have been fired I I feel I'm not even joking like that's what I've been reading on uh, all the shit I read well I just feel so you look at his face you feel so bad because Money Maher has been like our most consistent one of our most consistent guys and again it's the playoffs like fucking step it up like (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it 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 definitely it definitely was it felt like a weird joke that someone yeah. well, was like after I, even the second one he missed you know, i was like what the fuck are you doing two in a row look, i kept yeah. looking and counting yeah. i'm like what the fuck is going four on four times it's, but yeah. um uh i was like well maybe he's got some kind of side action with that there was a there was a joke <laughs> on there was right, a yeah. joke on reddit or somewhere they're like man he owes someone a lot of money <laughs> I mean, I don't like, they like were, the replacements, but they were so close that I mean, hey, he's very accurate. So if anybody could uh, miss by by making it look like he's trying, it could be Money Maher. <laughs> yeah, you know you what I mean? Like it, it, it clinked every single time. But going back to that, like that was a mental thing. They they had this they had this thing that was stopping them in everybody's head to get past Tom Brady, yeah. to, to get past that wildcard round. Cowboys are going to do Cowboys thing. How many times do we always hear that? So the fact that they won that game and they shook that off and they're going into a game where they're the underdogs, I feel I, I would rather be in that position. Yeah. And the coaches than have a lot to say for that. Like the coaches manage that and say, listen, you missed whatever. On to the next one. Like, don't worry about it. These are kids that are like, well, oh, I missed. They yeah. brought a kick. They brought exactly. a kick. There you go, right there. They brought a kicker in today too. Signed. They signed a kicker to their practice squad. Is this him? That <laughs> that's him. He looks great. <laughs> Is this the new kicker? Look <laughs> at those. Look at those moves. <laughs> he, he could be a really good uh, 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 wrestler or uh, like that entrance. Ooh, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! He's, he's just missing so, his big hat. So what we're watching for the audio listeners is a. Uh, I don't know, a gif here of uh, Big Mike doing some sort of dance with the Dallas Cowboys uh, chain around his neck. That's him as logo. he leaves Disneyland all the time. I, can <laughs> you, I don't even know if you call, Is that a dance or is it more of I like don't a know. strut? I, it's a strut. It's kind of like perhaps a like shimmy? Ursula walking towards <laughs> no, Ariel in The Little Mermaid. No, no, no that's, that's, no, that's some, someone someone paid it forward and, and, and copped his McDonald's uh, super-sized meal. Oh, he's meal. stoked. <laughs> he's pushing through. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mike McCarthy. Um, what, I'm, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to find out is the. Uh, I don't know if if we shared it in our chat. And I'll look in a sec here, but um, the, the predictions because everyone was has predicted or a nine out of uh, ten predicted. Uh, yeah. uh, Cowboy San, San Fran, uh, San Fran. Yeah, but. And I wanted to bring it up because the scores. I wanted to talk about the scores. Good. So well, find that. Let's let's ask let's ask someone who's watched all of the Frisco games. What do we have to? What is what do we have to do? What does Dallas Cowboys have to do to beat your defense? I think that's first fair. you can't say Frisco, right? Like that's San Fran. Yeah. Sorry, Niners. What do you guys call yourself, <laughs> Niner fans? You can't say Frisco. Champion. <laughs> what, Frisco what the, Nation. What does the San Fresca 49ers need to do? The Francescas. What do the Francescas need? What do, what do we need to do? What what what's where's the holes in your defense 
Well, I'll tell you what, against the Seahawks, it looked like the secondary. Traverius Ward uh, got outplayed by Metcalf. So it'll be Traverius Ward probably and CeeDee Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb's looked good the last three fucking weeks. Sleek, running beautiful routes, yeah. catching touchdown passes, confident. Dak Prescott, this is, and I've been a fan of Dak, Dak Prescott for years. I, I, I think this is the best Dak Prescott has ever played last week. Maybe his best game ever, the most wow. meaningful game he's played in um, and yeah. played really well. Um, your offensive line held up. Um, your team needs to bring whatever the fuck it is that they ate and they brought last week and they wanted to destroy Tom Brady. They need to bring it to a whole fucking team now and destroy the team. Uh, it was a, you guys took Tom Brady and maybe ended him. Yeah. Yeah. He was only good as, as Tom Brady's been this year, basically in the fourth quarter for three quarters, you made Tom Brady look like. I don't know. Hopefully, J- Jimmy G. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jimmy G. Uh, he's on a lower level than anybody else. <laughs> well, that, no, and that, you're right. I mean, we need to crack him if we got him. We need oh, to yeah, br- yeah. Br- bring that same game, and we need San Fran to pay, to to make some mistakes. <laughs> oh, San Fran has Bill. to make mistakes. We need. We need. I think we another big thing. Crack and him it's, if you got him. It's kind of obvious. Crack him if you got him. Is uh, we want we have to win that turnover battle by a good margin. Um, I mean, Dak threw a near flawless game. Yep, ran we, the ball really well. Ran, ran the ball well. That's uh, key. That's key to Dak's success. He needs yeah. to use his legs. Man. I mean, th- there was nothing. There was nothing exceptional about the play they they ran on the near goal line there. And when Dak rushed in for a touchdown, nothing exceptional about about it wasn't like a huge fake. You know, Tony Puller just ran a simple um, out and then faked the handoff. It was very simple, and I like that. It's simple, like, but he conquered his feet. Yeah, well, like Anthony Vink were saying, he's he's actually playing. He's going for it now. He's not afraid, yeah. and you can tell. You it's can not. Tell. Oh, I might yeah. get hurt. I it's fuck get it. Hurt. Yeah, and yeah. that jo- you're you you're tell. right, Age. Tell and that uh that um. Jump that Super he did that fucking Superman <laughs> unnecessary Superman like, dive. like in Madden yeah. in Madden when you're trying to quarterback slide but you hit yeah, yeah, the button yeah, wrong yeah. and you just launch yourself yeah. yeah you go up for the the end zone uh, the hurdle over the end zone he instead. looked he looked like the sh- when the uh, when in Wolf of Wall Street when they're throwing the little people <laughs> yeah. against the dartboard that's what he kind of looked like is that um, when he had the uh, turf in his yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, EJ Savage I, says uh, oh sorry you keep, I was gonna it was about oh but I'll bring it up after. With us, by the go way. ahead I, Kilo's here <laughs> I have a I have a uh, um, you're bringing it something else okay so EJ Savage says yeah. this I want to get uh, your guys' take on this uh, one of the biggest points to make is we let Connor Williams walk this year because he was horrible against the Niners we draft after Tyler Smith as a result to bring toughness and strength. Let's see how much of an impact that makes. Facts. Fuck. Tyler Williams absolutely throttled. I think it was Tyler Levo- Williams? Oh, Tyler Williams. Tyler, Will- Tyler Smith. Sorry. Yeah, Tyler I'm going to Tyler I, Smith I that absolutely <laughs> just steamrolled. I don't know if White. it was. Was it White? Yeah, the running back. I'm going to pull that up now. What? Yeah. Because it's the biggest clip on YouTube when you search Tyler Smith. Let me know when you bring it up. Uh, not YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, there it is right there. Tyler Smith was brought in for San Francisco game. He is the level of physical we need. So watch me. He's in the end zone here. 
just bounces him off. Here he is right here when it resets. It's, it's quick, so it's a little hard to see, but he bounces and then just... Oh. Oh. See you later, buddy. That's the toughness I like. Someone was looking somewhere else. Yeah. Did they see my fantasy background? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, so well, I... Oh, yeah. Two questions there for you. Or it's one. I'll, I'll wrap it into one. Okay. For you, Nate, dog. Uh, just looking at the offense, like how how do we stop individually... Uh, Debo, how do yeah. you stop McCaffrey, and how do you stop Purdy? From what you've seen so far, like what would you implement? And uh, hang on, let me get my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> record him, record him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you stop? Um, I think it could be also you got to let them beat themselves. Maybe they're too confident. Um, here, here's and I and I, I don't know if we're gonna get to this. I'm just gonna say this now because I've been thinking about it for a while. They're on an 11-game heater right now. Yeah. That is what I'm most worried about. Yeah, I hear you. Because I don't think going into the playoffs. Playoffs. I think there's only been two maybe uh, bigger heaters. That would be the undefeated Dolphins and then the Patriots when they lost to the most, probably the greatest play I've ever seen to the Giants. Yeah, the hat, the hat hold? Yeah. Yep. Eli Manning getting out of that tackle. That was incredible. Oh, that one. <laughs> uh, so that that is what I'm most worried about. So are they overconfident? Like, this is to be a 12 wins in a row. It's hard to do in the NFL. That's fucking hard to do. Dallas Cowboys played like they actually fucking want to win the fucking game. They they are now I think more as a team than they've been all fucking year. Dak Prescott was incredible last week. Yeah, he's a 40 million dollar quarterback. He is, I think, up there right now with playing the best football um, of anybody right now. So your your question is, I think that the San Francisco 49ers have to not beat themselves in overconfidence. And I guess the simple answer is injuries. I mean, Debo yep. Samuel is... Did he get hurt. banged up last game? Yeah, the guy tried to rip his. Oh leg yeah, up. that was bullshit. And then and then uh, Jimmy Ward went and fucking smashed Geno Smith. Just yeah, to fucking let you know. And the the 49ers will beat you up, and they fucking smashed the Seahawks. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows about. That. So I don't. The th I'll add on to this too. D Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. Those guys are so. They're get it in there. Crack them if you got, got them. Those guys are so good. That you don't, I, I don't honestly think it's possible to slow all of them down. Nope. I think the only way you can slow them down is by getting to Brock Purdy. I don't think yep. you're going to stop Christian McCaffrey or Debo uh, Samuel I, at the I same time. Ayuk in there, little secret. Ayuk in there, Kittle. I mean, fuck. Mitchell, they, they have so many Mitchell, good players. Healthy, yeah. The only way to stop that offense is Juszczyk. to force Brock Purdy into, yeah, Juszczyk, is to force Brock Purdy into making stupid decisions and get yep. into his brain. Otherwise, if they if they if he's getting the blocking, I'm telling you, if he's if we're not getting pressure on him, it's good night. Like it's gonna you know be what? you're gonna have to go you're gonna have to go fucking touchdown for touchdown with them. Yeah. yeah. And you're we're gonna need big stops on third down. The the San Francisco 49ers yeah. have uh over the last three games have a fifty percent 50-50 flip. Juwan Jennings on third is downs. the third down guy. Gotta cover Juwan Jennings. That guy Catches third downs all the fucking time. Third it, well, 20, and, third and, and, and it doesn't matter. And that's what I hope the Cowboys plan for in those scenarios, sure. right? Like, that scary thing is, okay, 
let's plan for him. Well, now you have Debo and fucking <laughs> McCaffrey and who they and have the most skilled players. There's a lot of people out there who can get your ball. Well, I, bending, bending, and not breaking, and and again forcing three, forcing third downs. I think that's the best chance third, that we third have. Longs, third and longs, third and longs, even make, third make and the, one. The like just force some. Get into the penalty situation. There, they commit penalties uh, offensively. It's. They're pelty champions. The, the big, a big issue that we're gonna that we also fa- face also and too, yeah. uh, also mm-hmm. too as well. Yeah. Um, you know, generally when we go up against a premium running back, we we gen- we've had we've done a very good job at shutting them down. Same thing with a premium wideout. So I think what we are gonna see is we're gonna see a lot of action from Kittle, and we're gonna see a lot of action from Ioku. Ioku, sure. Ioku, Ayuk, Ayuk. Uh, I owe you. Haru kick. Uh, because the, you know that they're going to be there. You know that they're going to uh, be covering um, Debo and CMC as much as possible. And then it's just going to open the, uh, the other, the, the other offensive weapons up, which I think when we look at other past games where we shut down Mixon and we shut down Jamar chase, Dalvin cook, uh, Justin Jeffries, Justin Jefferson, um, Th- those are two solid backs. I mean, they're not Christian McCaffrey's, but they're up there. Yep. Like, look at CMC. CMC's healthy this year, so he's back to that form. He's never looked as good as he is right now. He doesn't uh, have to be the guy. Doesn't have to be the guy. So, that th- I mean, that was a question when uh, you brought back up the uh, San Francisco offense. If I want to go back to Cowboys, uh, Cowboys offense and defense, the, the thing that I probably am the most worried about, and we didn't see it from uh, Rain Dakota Prescott this last game, is Dak Prescott, you could say he's leading the league in interceptions thrown, and mm-hmm. who's leading the league in uh, takeaways, interceptions on the defensive side? Defense is caught is the 49ers. So you have a team that's right up there at doing takeaways, and you have a quarterback who's right up there for giving takeaways. Yeah. So if we can limit... Dakota throwing interceptions. I think our offense definitely has a chance to cook. And we, and we haven't talked about the fact that like we can, this be the game that we absolutely let Tony Pollard like just go. I want to see two rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns from him. (laughs) Is that your boldy? That's my boldy. I I think first thing I think we, I said a lot there. Sorry. I no, no, it's, it's all good. I think we it's it spawned some thought, which is rare. <laughs> uh, it it feels in that smoke wagon and see what happens. It feels like Pollard already maybe is the lead back. Yeah, like oh, I think he is. He had way more. He had yeah. way more carries last week. Was the first time I noticed that like he was noticeably in there a lot, a lot more than and, Zeke. And Zeke definitely was coming in and doing the hard, some dirty, the work. hard hits, the dirty work, which which is which is great. And what was the first half of? I don't remember. Oh, um, I also just takeaways. just on that interceptions and takeaways. Yeah, I know. I mean, shoot, that that's something that I think the emergence though that we've seen of Dalton Schultz, although it's only been short, mm-hmm. he's come on, man. He's got what four touchdowns in the yeah, last Schultz, two games. He, he had a great game, twice. and he, he and, and he yeah. he's hanging onto the ball like like he's fucking he's stealing groceries from like Safeway, like a goofball, and he's <laughs> and he's blocking very well. Well, and yeah. he's blocking blocking well, like. Very impactful, and I wonder, I just wonder if that core of talented young tight ends, obviously he's the most talented out of them all, and he's young as he's young too, but he is the leader of them, if that's kind of spurred him into like becoming more robust as a as a tight end because because he last year was definitely 
more one dimensional than he has been this year. It was a he was a receiving tight end. They the, wouldn't run to they wouldn't run to his side and expect him to get a nice block. This year he's been getting great blocks. Did you well, guys mention Dax block there when he was running into the <laughs> for uh, was it Zeke or uh, yeah, yeah just like ran and just do like did he did he I, even think, get, I don't think he a, got the ball. A, I think he, he muffed got faked. it. No, yeah, he got faked. It. But played, he was but he was ready for it. And guess what? I don't. Crack him if you got like Dallas is going. For I don't him. like. I don't like to see that. Like no. I like. I like to see it, but at the same time, I like to see it in my football movies. It shouldn't be a a planned play, is what I'm saying. And the way they the way that he was running was like they planned it so now he's going to yeah, become he's, the he's, lead blocker for yeah, the running trying, back yeah. now. Like what that, the fuck? That was great. Yeah, he he's blocking <laughs> for Billingsley in Friday Night Lights, or he's, he's John Moxon uh, blocking for Twitter. Um, there's a question for Nate in the chat. From EJ Savage, I want to hear if Nate has heard about Trent Williams tipping the defense to what play they're running based on his stance at the line. Yeah, I have heard about that, but uh, it's Mr. Trent Williams. That guy's the best left tackle, I don't know, in the last 15 years. I don't think he gives a fuck, and if he's tipping... And you're running into him, you've still got to compete against him. And and isn't that kind I remember what movie that's from where it's like, look at his knuckles. That's, by that's the way, uh, any given Sunday. EJ any Savage, given Sunday. fucking love you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But, but like, I think... Uh, is Kilo yet? Uh, is Kilo still First of all, yeah, here. I think that's love probably... You, number one, it's probably everyone does it, but then now you get that chess game of like... Is well, he, now I'm going to do it just so that you think I'm doing it. How useful can it really be? It's almost better to have people think you do something a certain way. So they, yeah. they could but be maybe, saying, is he, is he doing that? But how many times has he been beaten while he's been doing that? Probably or, once. Yeah, right. exactly. Or is he just, like we were talking about earlier, he's just so good. He's like, I don't care that you know what I'm going to do. Oh, are you are you taking off? Oh shit! No, I think I think you were the first person. I think you were the first person to leave a podcast, but it was you who did it. So yeah, you, you're just. I think one other time you were here and you left early. Services. One more for the good guy. It's just too sweet. I will say, brother Adrian is exiting the building. I will say this: we'll be back. Whatever designer or outfit that made this couch, they should make like rocket ships and houses. Yeah, if it could hold up Nate, me, oh and yeah, age, that's like what? That's got to be close to yeah. seven seven hundred pounds, seven hundred fifty pounds of of it's man on it's, here. It's IKEA, and look at the look at the. It's been reinforced. Look at the reinforced yeah, legs. Have, it's I on blocks. It. I, I forgot it was on blocks. I have four. I have four uh, two by fours yeah. raising it up. Um, Back to uh, oh, to you and some carpentry, by the way, pal. Nice. Oh, thank you. And I did, and I put the wall. I put the wall up too. And that you was built these little things here. Uh, that one I didn't build. That one I that one I did build. Okay, well, that one's the better one. Facts. Oh, Going back to nice. Schultzy. Uh, yes. So yeah. So Alex brought up a very good point, which a lot of as what did Barry call them? DAC apologists are saying this <laughs> yeah. week. DACologists. DACologists. <laughs> and even DAC haters. So they're saying, look. What did we see in this last game? You got guys like Schultze who are coming up clutch in some of these throws where in past games when the pressure was on, they volleyball it. Yeah, they're volleyball players. So when we look at a team like the San Francisco 49ers and what their secondary or their defense can do, are we worried as a Cowboys team that our wide receiving core is going to turn into Team USA all the way volleyball team? No, I I think this is the best our 
receiving rooms been now that you, every week that ty hilton's here it's just better for the team you got They've mentioned that too it, he's helped he's that now that third guy sure he might not get the ball that much but he's still a guy that you have to account for michael gallup has come along he's had a couple decent games last yeah. week he had a good game had a couple very you know what we had i would say i would say this was a very important play it was our third offensive drive against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We had just went three and out back to back drives. Dak rolled out and threw one to Gallup. It was high, and Gallup Gallup jumped up like he went up top and he got that very first first down for our team. So which I think, we needed, we which need, we needed, we, we need to get yeah. the ball rolling. So I think I think our I think our wide receiving core is gonna. I like the shape that they're in right now, and that's including Schultz and the clone zone here. Exactly. If I look at the comparison, let let's just go through offense real quick. Uh, or as long as we want. We're just chilling. We're homeboys. Uh, QB, RB, wide receiver core, however you want to dish it up. I'll go first, and then you guys can. So what do you mean? Like comparison I, I, to Sam Fran? Comparison to Sam Fran, oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. So, so if we look at Dak versus Purdy. Oh, this I is mean, like the whiteboard thing that we did week one against the Tampa sure. Bay fucker. Yeah, but in a, our minds. Awesome. Which this is good to do. It's good to do. I like to say yeah. it, too. So you're saying you're starting off with quarterback. Let's start with quarterback. Do you want to go around and then move on, or, or well, we could just kind of have a yeah, discussion let's just, let's about. Just do it. Yeah, let's. I just. think quarterback, and I mean, I just have to. You have to give the edge to the to the vet in this situation. Um, After last week, hell yeah, you just have yeah. to give the you have to give the edge to Dak Prescott. He's been in. He's played six full seasons. He's in his seventh. Brock Purdy's in his seventh full game, right? <laughs> so I think you have to just in that fact of and Dak's done it well. He's been a top ten quarterback in my opinion the whole time. I, I would give the edge to to Dallas when it goes to quarterbacking. Okay. So Ant says Dallas. Sure. I think Ant said Dallas I, too. I I I will agree that the that Dak probably has the he's been here before. He's been in the playoffs before. Playoffs. He's played a lot of NFL football. As much as I still think of him as a young guy, he's in his eighth fucking season. To, Is to, he really in his eighth seventh, season? Seven. Sorry, seven. Um. But still, seven. He's I mean, still fucking it, a lot it, of football. He's twice a, twice the length of the average NFL career. Like he's a, a veteran times two. But my mind could change with if Purdy ends up beating us and then go ends no. up winning. You know, like he well, he could cement his status as being this fucking stone cold killer, right? Like this is never been done. This is what right? I wanted to say about him being Good a call. rookie. It's never like Nate said. Never, a rookie has never made it to the Super Bowl, and and he has zero to lose. Uh -huh. He's in there uh -huh. rolling on the the very last pick of the NFL. And the, draft. He's not even like they still have Trey Lance sitting in the wings healing up. Absolutely, whoever who they traded up big for. So. They're going to try to get rid of him. They're not. They're not uh, going to put if, Trey Lance into any game no, moving forward. Well, we'll see. It's going to be could, Brock Purdy well, or, or I mean, in Brock look, we trust. What we're hope, what I'm hoping for, don't and make, I think don't I can mute you. <laughs> I can think I could say two out of the three other people in this room agree with me. As I'm hoping for a Purdy mental collapse. Yeah, me too. Sure. And and uh, I don't think that's necessary to win, but I'm hoping the pressure gets to him. Yep. We've seen it before, even with the best. Quarterbacks, and I think even uh, very recently, um, with uh, Burroughs earlier on in this season, yeah, it, it seemed like he was having a really rough time. He Herbert, obviously, uh, as well, Herbert, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he turned it around. You know, after the, re the first the reason the reason that, like you said, you're hoping for a Brock Purdy meltdown, and it's more likely in the in the postseason because. You're literally, if you're playing in the wild card, you're going against 
three extremely good teams. Sure, the Seahawks weren't the greatest. They were still a good team. Like the Seahawks are still a good enough team that they're better than the well, they're a playoff team. They're better than the average team that you're going to play against in the regular season. And now you got to they they got to come and play against the Cowboys. And if they beat the Cowboys, well, now you're either going to more than likely play the Eagles. Those are it's hard to beat. For a rookie quarterback, yeah. three completely different teams with great coaches, great players, consecutively, consecutively, consecutively. It's never happened. A rookie quarterback has never done it. And eventually it has to happen. Let's just hope it's not this year. It's hard It's hard to do something that's never been done, especially in the NFL, against fucking professionals. Against a guy like Dak Prescott, seven years in, in the fucking in the game. Plus revenge on their minds from last year. Yeah, the revenge yep. game. Nate, Nate, Nate's take, Nate, Nate took my big point. I think to kind of what Alex was saying about Brock Purdy, where he's playing with nothing to lose. Dak Prescott knows what it's like not only to not get to a Super Bowl, but to uh, to to see what to see what happens when you do a fourteen second slide, a fourteen second play, fourteen second on the time clock, and you do a slide. To, to, to just lose out. He knows the feeling of what it's like to lose to San Francisco. He knows what it's like to lose in the wild card round. He doesn't know what it's like to get to an NFC championship uh, and win. So I think the fact of the matter is, is everybody all year long has been shitting on Dak Prescott and it's time for him to l- leave it all on the field to, to really take ownership of that team, which he did last week uh, on the offense side. We hear him all week long saying, you got to be better. We got to make these mistakes. He actually, he actually, Proved it, right? He he is that veteran. My edge goes to D- Dak Prescott because there's just way more on the line for him mm-hmm. opposed to Brock Purdy. You know, one's cl- like going into the running back discussion. Yep. It's close. It like is. you got Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, and then you have Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, right? That's his first name, Elijah. Yep. I, I honestly have to give Sam Fran it though. Yeah. Just because they also have Juzak, who's considered a, a running back. He's a sure, fullback. He's so yeah. I do have to give San Francisco the edge. Uh, for running backs, I mean Christian McCaffrey is a, is a, a fucking beast. Tony Pollard, it, it's close. It's very close mm-hmm. though. But I, I'm I, I'm going with San Francisco with the better running yeah, back. Your shit can block and he can catch. He can run the ball. He fullback. Yeah. Fucking hey man, fullback. last so of you're, the you're, Mohicans. You're, yeah, you're yeah. you're obviously going for San Francisco for this. Well, only only because, uh, like Ant said, because of you shit. Because Elijah Mitchell, unproven, hurt all the time. So if it was if. Mitchell was out, and it was just McCaffrey. And I mean, Pollard's a fucking awesome. Pollard's fucking awesome, and Ezekiel Elliott does not get enough credit for his blocking. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a fullback right now. Yeah, that, he kind of is honestly. Well, so that's a, what, a very used fullback. Yeah, uh, EJ Savage said earlier. I think Zeke is crucial for this game in the pass blocking department. Desperately need to help on Bosa. Oh yeah, you got to chip him. Roots. You got to so, chip him. We saw it was nice to see TP20 get a little dirty on a couple blocks that last game, but again, different different defensive line than what we're going to see. This is you know when Zeke's out there, it, it, like it's there to protect his boy. His, yep. It's there to protect his BFF. His, his BFF. They want to handhold after the game. This is the first hand. There handhold. it is. There it is. I can't. I can't even uh, text that one in. So. <laughs> but I, I'll uh, just. Primarily because of CMC, uh, Jusak, and even uh, Mitchell, I, I, I do give the edge to Jusak, Jusak, Jerry Jusak. <laughs> Jerry uh, Jusak. <laughs> I give the edge to um, Uzis, the Niners. AJ, <coughs> fuck well, with us. Fuck with us. Fuck with us. AJ. I think it's an unfair advantage in San Francisco's favor. Mm. I think they have 
loaded their fucking backfield with deadly weapons. And then when you look at... You could even throw Debo in there at running back, too. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about Debo. That's what I was going to actually say is uh, we have... We do only have two running backs. Three if you count Davis, who's coming, but he's not utilized in any capacity except for filling in when someone is not playing. Um, But what we see with San Francisco is they have a really... You have a very fun scheme. Mm -hmm. I like the the San Francisco scheme. Scheme. But it's because of the weapons that you got available. So Mm -hmm. let's just look at the actual wide uh, running back position because Debo's going to be a wide receiver. But it is true. He can ran run and does often one of the biggest play, one of the biggest plays last year in the wild card against him was that Debo it's Samuel hard. handoff That's fucking right. touchdown so, against us so I, th- right. I think I think just for all those reasons anyways and 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 they still Debo. beat us even without him even if you don't take De- account Debo into account I still yes, think they're, yes. they're exactly. ahead of us in the running back close it's close but but the 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 biggest thing that I think unfortunately really uh has been um makes the Cowboys lower on that ranking, whatever you're thinking in your head, would be Zeke's not Zeke's trending in a in a a, a downward trend in terms of his yard production. Now he's coming in and running uh and not being detrimental when he's getting the ball. So that's a bonus, but he's dropped over in his production of yards. Per game. Per game, per carry. Yeah. And per game, yeah. So yeah. so that's just like something that's like not what you want to see, but it's but it's not the result has not been anything negative, mm-hmm. right? It's it's it, it's you're not even really seeing it affect the game because TP twenty is coming in and and that could be could be just a shift in play calling perhaps and utilizing TP twenty more in those roles. Long story short, I give the uh, flag over to San Fran on that one. On San Francisco. So now we come to the wide receivers. Well, I think I don't even think wide receivers. I think just like like we'll include tight ends in that. Tight, yeah, yeah. Like receivers, re- receivers. Anyone that catches a football, yes. basically. Right. And uh, again, I mean, CD Lamb's been very good. Dal- Dalton Schultz is is, is coming out and uh, been playing Birdie. pretty well. well. To me, to me, but let's just put them up. CD Lamb, Debo, Deep. I'm going Debo. Debo. If I had to pick, like, if I was picking, like, I I just like the way Debo. Oh, I mean the guy. It's it's not necessarily like CD Lamb, honestly. And it's very close. Again, it's very, 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 yeah. very, very close. close. Four or five weeks ago, it would be a much easier, easier decision. Debo with, with, Debo Samuel's De- one of those guys that he could touch the ball anywhere on the field and he could score. And CD yep. four or five weeks ago, CD wasn't play, wasn't the same. wasn't the CD I'm seeing who's been playing over those last few these last few weeks these last couple. Um, you know, last quarter of the season and and into the playoffs here, he's been a completely like different receiver. So if he was playing that all season, I think it there'd be a, a bigger argument for him being more comparable. But the versatility of Debo Samuel and how you can use him, even in it's scary. It's he's scary. not not only the player himself, but the the matchup nightmare of him lining up in different spots. Who who would be uh, who would be covering? Would be Diggs covering him? You think? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I think Debo's too big bodied for for uh, Diggs to cover. Because you guys have been saying, I think all year, Ed, is Diggs is not a physical guy. He's not. He's not very physical. Against an Ayuk or a Jenny Cowboys don't. I don't think Cowboy. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see the Cowboys doing that often. Putting one player on. They did it last week. He did follow. He did follow Mike Evans. 
But well, I'd he be- followed Mike Evans. He was on. He was on uh, Jamar Chase. He was on Justin Jefferson. Well, so- no, but Jamar Chase was just when he was on his side of the field most of the time. Okay. The thing with the thing with Diggs, if he was manning up against, I trust you. If he crack him, if he got him. If yeah. he's manning up on Debo Samuel, I am scored of just like a. You send this side of the field doing something away from them, and you just throw a little route to Debo Samuel. I don't know if I feel confident in Trevon Diggs being able to tackle. No, him. he's not we going s- to. And that and that yak off of Debo Samuel's that's, is just too it, too that dangerous. That would make me nervous. Well, you you got to either so it's either that's how Diggs is, and he and he's just not going to adjust to becoming a a great tackler. And okay, that's fine. But then now th- we need to compensate the scheme to cover. Th- for that, which right? they might have been, which they might have have been doing, I think. Right. And he has played. Dig, hey, we've talked about it. Diggs is not a guy that's going to go in there and have eight tackles, ten tackles in a game. No. But if he can get two pass breakups, or even just a, a stop the quarterback from even looking at the player that he's covering, yes. then or, I'll take that. Pause him. Pause him for a exactly. Second, but we have you know? noticed. I have noticed teams will target him in the running game, and they will they'll, they'll draw up plays to get a guy with the ball to that side, like a short pass to yeah. that side, because they know. You're not going to have. We need a. We, we need, need a Duran Bland or Donovan Wilson over there on on him like a fucking belt, and he's just. Ha- uh, he's but just I, right I, I I think that like and I and I don't know. I kind of just wanted to give a blank. I if you go you're going one to one, so you can't really. I feel like we got to go receiving core versus receiving core. I think that the Cowboys have. A, if we look at it's very close because if you look at Tony Pollard being part of the receiving core, you got CMC. If you got uh, CD Lamb, you got Debo Samuels. If you got Kittle, you got Hendershot, Fergie, and then you got Dalton Schultz, who's Schultz's is obviously number one. I'm just wanted to be smart there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got T.Y. Hilton and Michael Gallup. So outside of Ayuk, like wh- who is a comparable receiver? So I think in terms of the receiver talent, we probably are a little bit deeper right like now. Just well, but Nate said, who's receiver? your third? Who's your third Jordan down guy? Jennings, man, that guy yeah, is Jennings. fucking amazing. Well, Jennings. So Jennings would go up against uh, like Ty. Yep. Like or in no. terms of like on that list, the way I similar two possession style receivers. The way I put it is George Kittle is a, to me is a better receiving threat than Dalton Schultz, and Debo Samuel is a is a bigger receiving threat than C.D. Lamb to me. That's how I. Okay. That's how I yeah. feel. You're it. right. You're right. But in the way that Schultz has been utilized in the past two games, I know things could revert, but. In the way that he's been utilized, he is on par. But I just never, I, I'm never expecting, I'm never no. expecting Dalton Schultz to catch a forty or, or catch right. a pass and run it for fifty yards and score. No, Kittle, but <laughs> Kittle has done that. Right, Kittle has caught it and literally ran. And I'm not taking anything away from Schultz. Schultzy is a very good player. I just think Kittle has the edge. Just watch, watch for this when Schultz catches the ball next time. <laughs> And, 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 and he catches the ball, and then when people yards. come, when people come to tackle him, he stands tall. He gri- he grips it like yeah. it's a loaf of uh, <laughs> loaf of bread, right in between him, arm, Bag one of money. Up, yeah. And he and he just like tries to stay standing tall. Um, and that's where I'm always just like, and I, everyone's thinking it too. Is like, just don't get that. Just hang don't on fucking to that fumble fucking it. ball. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this comment from Kilo C. Congratulations, guys. And then he does the cowboy emoji, the maple leaf emoji. The podcast emoji. You now have playoff folklore. <laughs> um, but so it's close though. It is close. The running backs and the wide receivers and even the like. And so we got. I got to give it to someone. You got to give it to. Gotta or, give it to somebody. Or, 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 let's hear. Let's hear what Nate Dog's got to say for receivers. Yes. 
Did you give your opinion? And I just no, I didn't. Because uh, <laughs> I liked where you were going with what you were saying. So I don't know. Uh, like Ant said, I think Kittle might be the X factor and all the shit. He's just really fucking good at football. Yeah, but there's only one Kittle, yeah. and there's four clone zone. So they have to. They, yeah. She's saying they got to beat him up before the game. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, I no, they're gonna, but, like, to, they're gonna have to do. So, but how many times do we see? How many times do we see double TEs or trip TEs in some of those uh, formations? If actually, if you talk about y- yards after uh, catch, um, Hendershot and Ferguson seem to do more yak yeah. than than uh, than Dalton Schultz. So maybe two years from now, you could contest that Kittle is more like a Fergie, or Fergie's more like a Kittle, however you want to call it, but. I, I mean, I think because we're a little bit deeper in the tight end division, the, the tight end, yeah. I would give the edge to that tight end core because w- you got to have the tight ends all. Yeah, right, but you right could put Use Jack as a as a tight end. Basically, you could yeah. lump him into. That. I don't know. Well, what's what's Kittle? Well, it's all really, tight it, end it, talk. It kind of sounds like Ants uh, trending <laughs> hey, towards being a San Francisco 49ers. This I think they I, have the better. I think they have the better receiving core, and I think they have the better uh, running back core. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. And we will move. On. Let's do defense too. We might as well. It's kind of. Been I fun. think they have the yeah. better defense. Also. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to get to, to, to the positions. But okay, uh, well, if we're gonna do positions. Let's. What for? First thing I just wanted to say about. Um, well, we can move on. So. Well, it, honestly, this this comparison. What we should have been doing is you compare compare CD Lamb to who we think the DB is going to be, and who has the edge there because Kittle's not going to be playing against Schultz. Schultz is going to be playing against. Whoever uh, your middle linebackers or well, let's, your let's your incorporate are. that thought in, in these last three. Yeah, Fred Warner. DLLB DB. I'm saying I'm just going to go through all of them right now. Defensive line. I Nick Bose is the best defensive lineman in the NFL. It's hard not to give. I mean, Micah's a great generational player, but I'm still I still think San Francisco has an edge. I mean, I think that Ad. Did you say they didn't lead the league in uh, sacks, but no, I didn't say sacks. Turnovers. I said, uh, I said takeaways. interceptions. Yeah, takeaways. But uh, Nick Bosa is very good. It, again, it's fucking close. These teams are both very good, but I still think the defensive line linebackers, are they have the edge, and I think we might have a little bit of edge in the secondary. I think so. I that's, agree with that. That's, I, those are, that's my, my three. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It, but like it, the, the con- the, what I like about this conversation that it is it's not like it's a blowout. In, no, in it's so it's position. fucking close, man. Like, because and you say let's go to compare the wide receiver to the DB, but it's not that. It's you're comparing like a Nick Bosa, com- and they don't even play the same position. But a Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa to a Micah Parsons. You're trying to think of which guy is a similar, and they all have. Each team has that guy that's similar to the next. Yeah, right? like yeah. Who, who's Nick Bosa going to be lining up against? He'll probably be li- a lot. Most of the time, he'll probably be going against Tyron Smith. He'll be the left. He'll be left end. He'll be going against Tyron Smith. Good. Yeah. That, which would be a great matchup. That, that's two Hall of Famers right there. So, so, th- so, and that, and that kind of that's where because when we're, to me, yeah, we look at the wide receiving weapons, and then and obviously it come it'll when we're going like that, it's going to fall back down to the quarterback. So yeah, but you, you can, can take just, you you could just, just think out, about that. But you could take out you could take out Debo Samuel's if you can get to the quarterback. Like Debo's not going to be a non-factor if you can get. Oh, yeah. head but we could spin pressure. it every way this way, right? For uh, just for a, for a, just a comparison, you have to think of. I'm just. It's basically you, and you could go either way. I, you could have went. Oh, I think the Cowboys have the better D liner. I think the Cowboys have the better uh, linebacking crew. It's it's at the end of the day, it's all personal opinion. Look, I I know <laughs> I know that uh, Bosa is 
um, the best, I would say, and some people would just say, no, that's just an argument. He's not. But he's in the contention for probably everyone's list of DLs. Um, Statistically, he was the best. Right. I'm just saying... You know, you're going to hear something from everyone. Yeah. Who are no, Micah is, right? That, that's yeah. how easy it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think, honestly, I, I have been really impressed with what we, what we have this year. Uh, obviously, Coach Law. I mean, he's been fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, but you got him. He's a Pro Bowl player. Like, yep. we have we have the play. We have great then a great D line. But the, yeah, Osa Armstrong. Osa, uh, Fowler Jr. Fowler really Jr. Nice. Fucking uh, even Hankins back slanging and yep. banging in yeah, the middle yeah. of the field. Like it's it, and this is why it's going to be such a good game because there's so much star power in this game. That's why this game should have if the NFL was rigged, they would have rigged it to have this as the NFC championship game because it's just that good. There's so many young well, this playmakers. Is, but this is why the NFL is rigged because we're going to win against the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional uh, divisional match divisional matchup, and then we're going to see the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC championship when we have our starting quarterback and they have their starting quarterback for a trilogy fight. <laughs> of It's going to be the, that NFC championship game is going to be bigger than the Super Bowl game. I'm calling it now. Let's hey. win this one. I know. I just like to, I like, we're, I'm just, we're talking simulation talk, you know, the, the playoff folklore. I don't know anything about these uh, 49ers linebackers either. Fred, so. Fred Warner, very good. Oh, pro yeah, bowler. yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, all pro, I'm pretty sure. So he's good. He's guys of absolute But are they going to beat Parsons, Van Der Esch, and then who? Is it Clark or Barr? They kind of been uh, – Barr was playing more. Yeah. Barr was playing more. I just think with that all-pro middle linebacker roaming the field, that automatically gives them a very, very... I mean, you get Michael no, Parsons, again, is right. an all-pro. Yeah, but, you, but they're but different. They, the yeah, middle they're middle linebacker, linebackers, but they're such different players, right? Like, I remember, We'll see. It, it's it's going to come down to a couple guys and how well they can 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 do it for their team. It's like Ad said, it at the end, it's literally going to come down to who plays better out of Purdy and Dak Prescott. Well, who do you get... Who do you give? Uh, I gave D line to Cowboys. You're going D line Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, that's and it's so close that it could. It could. It could. Who who do you give linebacker to? I go. I still go with San Fran because of Fred Warner. I mean, at this point, and you have San Fran winning the game. No, no, no. I don't because I just said it comes down to what quarterback plays. Yeah. and I took oh, Dak okay. Prescott. He, he, he's he's, he's making enough. the measure of winning very very. He's basically he's got a specific. He's basically putting it towards uh, Money Maher. Is Money Maher going to oh, be the deciding me. factor? I hope game? so, and it could very well be. I'm going. This is what the, it comes down to. We're going against a team. How many wins? Ten and eleven in a row. Eleven yep. in a row. They have a, a plethora of. Pro Bowl players and all pro players. It's they're a good team for a reason and they have good players for a reason. And I I ranked a couple better than what we have. Doesn't mean it it doesn't mean we're gonna lose. It just yeah. means that they have talent and but it's any given Sunday, man, any for given a reason. Sunday. Either of these teams, you could play you could play ten times and there could be they could go five and five, right? It but it all that matters, or one could go nine and one. All that matters is who plays the best this Sunday. And then finally, Nate, uh, did you do your DL? Well, I think the uh, 49ers. 49ers and it, sure. and linebacker. Uh, Fred Warner's all, all, all world, man. <laughs> he is. So, so, okay, and then finally. The only thing that Nate said, the only thing Nate said, quarterback. Actually, Anthony and Nate are pretty close. Nate said quarterback and secondaries are to the Cowboys. Everything else was to the 49ers. Okay. Anth, I think, agreed with you on secondary DB. 
the uh, second. Can we say tie? Can you cop out and say wash like it's a wash? Well, I I think you can say that. Oh that, sure, I guess yeah. Because my, no I think rules. D line for me would be probably our closest wash. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And wide receiver would be close too. It's yeah. it's okay, so, so okay, it's so I'm fucking. Glad, I'm glad you said wide receiver because that's exactly where I'm at with wide receiver. It's so well. close. It's so close. I'm glad him. It, Fuck it's him. so close. That's fine. I I think that's totally because fine. If you can if you can't see it, I'm not gonna make. It's not. It's not good to just force someone to make a coin flip and then, yeah. you know, like if you don't see an obvious forced. Yeah. Parsons, <laughs> no, then, then fuck, that, absolutely watch. You yeah. guys are saying that Parsons is playing a lot. Last game, he was a lot on the on the line. No, he was it, playing. He was playing more, more linebacker, linebacker. But he, yeah. he has played a, a line. They've been having him as the defensive it, end. Like he for most he of the time. is such an X factor, man. He is such a good fucking Well, that's player. so that's one of the things that we were looking that we talked about pre Tampa Bay game. Let Micah roam. Have him be that hybrid player. Don't have him stuck on the line. Don't have him stuck at middle linebacker. What what we need Micah to do is confuse Brock Purdy. I think yeah. Micah is going to be a, a major key to he shake is. Brock Purdy up. And then if we can actually, it, it is going to come down to turnovers. I mean, Anth brought this up a few weeks ago that this it's going whoever can limit the amount of turnovers in this game. I don't think I actually do think Dak and Purdy are both coming in this game with four thrown touchdowns with zero interceptions. Mm-hmm. So and Dak Prescott has a five touchdown because he did the rushing one, but and actually that rushing play, if you look at how Dak went, he that was no matter what, even if he wasn't going to rush it in, he had I think it was Schultz there, he could have dished it up to Schultz mm-hmm. for for a TD. So like Dak could have had. <laughs> what a rush. Nice. So Dakota could have had five throwing touchdowns that game. Mm-hmm. It is going to come down to who's going to give the ball away, and I and I think it. I think it's going to be somewhat high. I, I do think we're going to see, if you look at the Cowboys secondaries with uh, Diggs, uh, Kearse, uh Nishan Wright, Bland, like all these guys know how to pick the ball off. So if we can get into Brock, if we can shake Brock Purdy up and we can force those turnovers, I think that's going to be the key to win does, this game. Does playing on grass come into a factor as well? I, I, I saw CD. They asked him. They were talking. They were asking CD about the grass prior to playing against Tampa Bay, and he's like, no, we yeah. we don't give we don't care. We will play on anything. Okay. So it, it could. I mean, it could. But obviously, it's your home field. You're gonna be, maybe be. But I think we've ended up playing. It's a shift field too. Well, I think I, I I think the uh, I think the San Francisco 49ers are just as afraid of the field as uh, yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. The field the field thing gets brought. I mean, both teams have to play on it. Right? But it, it is true. I mean, remember. I, and so this is inside baseball or behind uh, behind baseball. Um, I can't believe I said inside baseball. I haven't said it for a while. <laughs> Behind baseball, mm-hmm. uh, it's like when you play lacrosse and you go play in New West on that wooden floor. Every other team that you play against, it's all concrete. You play on the wooden floor. The bounces are a little different. You're not so you're just not used to it. So it, it is a factor to to a certain degree. Uh, maybe not for CD Lamb. They're not probably thinking about it. But I it, think it's a thing that gets brought up by people with shows more than that is to okay. the players. That's, that's just my, these yeah. guys are fucking thoroughbreds. who have been playing on grass fields their whole lives. Right. Yeah. Like I, it's not like it's the first time they've ever played on a grass field. They but played I, on one against like, Tampa. Yeah. Adam was saying, I think. Come on, San man. San Francisco fears the grass too, because <laughs> they have a lot of lower body injuries yep. all on that field. Yep. We've been uh, pretty silent on the chat. I'm going to just give you guys some uh, some sound bites here, uh, and then after this, we can roll into score, score predictions, predictions. Yeah. Yeah. and so, EJ Savage said, "Adam, whatever happened to the yearly awards? That was supposed to happen weeks ago. We Alex and I talked about it. 
Uh, we're going to do it after season completes. Alex, uh, it's Ants and mine fault because we haven't voted yet, but we're going to have a dedicated show nope. <laughs> to primar- primarily to that. So we are getting to that. First year doing it, so we're a little rough on, on how we're actually We should have never said it at the... We shouldn't yeah, have yeah. made it as like but, a, a, a calendar year thing. It should have been a Cowboys season, yeah, the end of the Cowboys and, season. And we're going to get to that next year. Yep. This year we're rolling out a, li- a little rough, but it's going to be done. And... Um, We'll get to it uh, at the uh, as Adam just. But said before it. we do that, or you're still going to do well, some I, more I, chat stuff. Well, I want to just read off what because as we're talking, everyone's commenting yep. on it, and, and I've been and I should have I should have had it in there. Um, we'll end with uh, and Julian uh, four twenty four. I told him I'd get to it. He asks. I'll oh, we'll just get to it right now. Who is the scariest player on the 49ers that we will have to stop in the game? Bosa. Bosa. Oh, Bosa. Okay. Bosa, like as good as as good as a Christian McCaffrey and uh Debo Samuel are, if Nick Bosa's on and he gets at Dak a couple times, that could be the, the difference of the game. Yep. Debo. Debo's gonna be the scariest player out there. I'm not I'm I'm very confident in our O line. They've been bandaged up this entire season and they've done very well for there's never been a complaint from anyone. Or O line's been very well. Yeah, or played very. So well. I think Debo has the most potential to fucking. You gut think us. that's the safe safest bet? That he, I, I think it, yeah. it was like last year. He was the guy that fucking got us be, last year. I wouldn't. Now I hope we still win, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Debo have like 166 reception. I yards. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if Debo and Christian McCaffrey both had over 100 so I, yards. I, I said. I said CMC in the chat. Um, but it's a toss-up for me with Bosa. Um, I'm going to keep rolling through some of these. What things. about yeah. Nate? Nate, who's Nate? Who, Nate said yeah, Bosa. Bosa. Oh, you said Bosa. Okay. You just, you just, you, I didn't you, hear him. You've already been blocking Which out Frisco I think fans. <laughs> all, all of those, all of those, are all very fair. Well, yeah, and it's the same as you. It, again, we could flip it to the Cowboys. Micah, uh, yeah. Micah, Tony Pollard, and uh, CD Lamb. Like those guys could potentially yeah. all be our best player. Come, hey, I'm going to throw. Uh, Watch out for Schultzy too. On yeah, the some Schultz right? action. No, 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 no. This way to get open. The, the, the question also was who's the scariest player on yeah. that on the San Francisco 49ers. So oh, okay. Schultz's answer has to be disregarded. Right. Please, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, just want uh, us to get un- unblocked. That's this is just, this is just a this is just a fun note for all, all of us to look at tonight while we're in bed. Just watch the sounds of the sidelines. Kiers, Law, oh, uh, Lawrence, Peters, Dak, and Martin are such great leaders. That's from EJ Savage. So we're looking forward to that. I'll be watching um, that as soon as I get home. So EJ Savage says better running back corpse. Ooh, I don't fucking know. Truthfully, that's a toss up for me. Yeah. Mm, uh, and then Fair. Boots says right now it's Debo and CMC, but that will change a Sunday. Uh, Boots, hot take from Boots, who will be at uh, the stadium oh, in San yeah. Francisco. He said he was already going to send us a ton of footage. Uh, yeah. Still trying to convince us preach, to come down. Preach. Boots says Tyron's, uh, Tyron Smith is going to own Nick Bosa. He has fresh legs this time around. Which I like to hear. Well, let's hope. Uh, what else do we got here? Let's keep on rolling. Keep on rolling. Oh, <laughs> Boots also said, I, I'm just going to have to wreck the docket here. But how excited are the bandwagon boys to see AJ's favorite wide receiver, Josh Gordon, catch balls from Adam's favorite QB, <laughs> Danucci, this summer in the as XFL, <laughs> yep. the Sea Dragon. Is that real? It is, yep. yeah. Wow. So I feel like I, I, feel like oh, I have a. to watch the Sea Dragons. Well, we might have to tune into a couple Sea Dragon games. I don't sea, know where the Sea Dragons are from. Sea Dragons, and you're gonna, you'll have to get that. finally get that Danucci jersey. I will get a Sea yeah. Dragon Danucci jersey. Uh, EJ Savage says Dallas wins QBs, tight ends, DE, and safeties. Uh, EJ Savage says corners if are healthy. I'd give us the edge, but not now. Uh, and then EJ Savage says running backs are a wash for me, honestly. 
Okay. All right. And well, let's jump into yeah, our bold, bold predictions and score predictions. Hey, Aprish, chat. Love yeah. yeah, yeah, chat. Thanks for yeah. the input. We've been a little bit silent. When we have more than four guests on, when it was sort of, we don't have four guests. Well, even with four here, yeah. gets, everyone wants to talk, and then we kind of go through some stuff. So, hey, pri- 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 primarily, we come here to talk Cowboys with one another. It's, it's, kind of like live therapy w- with what we're doing so <laughs> like that we we 100 percent love the um chat but sometimes we just get rolling in our own thoughts that we need to unleash yes and, sir uh, <laughs> so we'll okay. start off with we'll start off with nate dog nate i you need to hear your score prediction and bold prediction and you're doing a you're doing this as nate and age yeah so this so is an outsider the outsiders, the outsiders. Predict here. uh i think the score is going to be 27 24 it comes down to special special teams, which we haven't talked about, by the way. Facts. What was that? Um, and twenty seven twenty four. I think twenty seven twenty four. Gold is gold. Yeah, we know who he's fucking cheering for. <laughs> uh, uh, and my boldy. Yep. I think Ezekiel Elliott is the best cowboy other than da- Dak Prescott on the field. So my boldy is Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. Two touchdowns, 123 wow. yards rushing. I do like that you went oh. bold, bold prediction on the Cowboys side. Respect. Yeah. Well, and and well, sorry. That and is, and, that and, is and, fair. and who do you think is going to win the game? Well, San Francisco 49ers. Fucking kill me. This <laughs> fucking kill me. <laughs> which is why I yeah, which is why I can't be here on Sunday. So, Ad, what do you? Who do you got? Uh, well, so my my score is going to be a little bit uh, a little bit higher than that. I'm going to go. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go 41. 4137 Cowboys. Jeez, 30. Wow. Okay. 41 fuck. How actually can we just look quickly do you still have the the 49ers games up? I just want to see what is the most that's been scored on them. I can pull that. And I want, what's the most actually sorry for going derailing. What's the most that the Cowboys have got, had scored on them? <clears throat> so here if you're looking at the it looks like they had 34. 44. The Chiefs put 44 up on them. That was the most. So Ad saying we're getting pretty close to that. 44 points. And that was still with uh, so Garoppolo. Let's say with Purdy. With Purdy, the most they've had scored on them is 34. 34. against, And that was against the Raiders. 37-34 against the Raiders. I mean, that it, that right yeah. there allows us. Hey, man, we lost to the Commanders. We lost to the command. We scored six points on the commanders. I'm just, I'm just saying when you're talking about an inhuman team, who's going on an 11 game winning streak and they're the team to beat like that, that right there is like, okay, it's not impossible. They are, they are a beatable team. But if you pick and choose games, I mean, they also beat the team. We just beat 35 to seven. Fucking kill me. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> All right. Okay. So add, what's your boldy? I already gave you my boldy. If you can't remember, that's your problem. I honestly don't remember. Tony Pollard, two running, oh, two rushing earlier. touchdowns and two, two receiving. receiving. That's touchdowns. right. I was like, I was like, did I actually zone him out that bad? That yeah, I, he does that. <laughs> I didn't remember it. Either. No, I remember. Yeah. Pro- I thought you meant you just said it's a couch it. Couch thing. I thought he just said it. What was that? Two rush, two rush, two receiving. Fuck, four touchdowns. That would be a fucking well, game. It's not. Called, it's called a bold prediction. I like it. That's fucking bold. AJ, what do you and got? I, got, I get shit on all fucking year <laughs> for my like multiplayer bold predictions, and then I throw a dime like that out, which he's done. I don't think he's had four. Uh, I think he had three. I think he had two receiving or two rushing and one receiving. Or maybe you're right. Maybe he did. No, you might be right. It's the one that I didn't call him. The AJ, what do you got? Game. What do you got going? 
Okay. Yeah, what do you got, AJ? Fuck with me, AJ. So I think the 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 uh, 49ers can put a lot of points on the board. And I think they're going to get 31 points. But I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to put up just enough juice and get 38 um, for the victory over the San Francisco Fodenanas. So it was 38-30? No, 38-31. That has been my score I've been going with all year, and I've never got it. If you finally take it and get it, <laughs> I picked that so many times throughout the year because I was like, that yeah, seems doable, and I just never I'd never hit it. What about your bold? Bold prediction, I think uh, we see Dak Prescott get two rushing touchdowns. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like it. And you're going to give yours, and then I'm going to give a... No, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, not. Oh, that's right. You're not. Okay, so... Boots on the ground says. Yeah, you uh, don't. Ants doesn't. Boots on the ground says. Uh, can fan sea dragons. <laughs> sea dragons or the XFL team. We have a can. Anyways, I thought sea dragons can fan. Sea dragons can fan. Uh, Look, Boots, I don't want to focus on the F and sea dragons. I want to. Well, he says cow- on cow- these- Cowboys win forty to thirty four. So similar to my score. That's right. A forty burger. Boldies Turpin finally gives us a punt return TD and Diggs gets a pick six off Purdy in the first quarter. There you have, nice. there you have it. Beauties. There you have it. And that was the only, uh, and that was the only boldy in the chat. But I mean, so let's let's talk. So Sunday, we're we're gonna we're gonna go live an hour beforehand. Well, I won't be working, so I'll be here an hour before. Yeah, let's do it. What 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 time is the game? Game's three thirty, which is a weird one. I mean, come, come over. Let's watch the Bills Bengals game. I'll pr- yeah, I'll come over early to watch some. some Might as well come over, have some lunch. Yeah, I'm actually gonna bring some pizza. I'll bring okay. some pizza. I'll bring a couple boxes of some za. Yeah, and, and I and I mentioned to Nate. Uh, do a call in with him at halftime. I can do that. Nate Dog, we're going. Me. Nate Dog, we we ain't we ain't we ain't oh. gonna be friends come this Sunday. Oh, hang on a second. But we always love having you on, man. You're always a great guest. Uh, I I love the show. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate being in the uh, in the jungle here. What, what, what I was just gonna say a couple other bolds as as it was coming in, but it's all good. We're, we'll we'll be here early. We'll be here early, man. On Sunday, thanks for tuning in. Woo! Hey, for the bandwagon boys, oh, for the yeah. bandwagon boys over there. Your host FS over here. We outside. He's sober. He doesn't know. See you Sunday. <laughs>